0: It was exactly one year ago tomorrow that the Holy Father announced a Jubilee Year of Mercy that we are presently in. It began on the Feast of the Immaculate Conception and ends on the second to last Sunday of the liturgical year, which is coincidentally 12 days after the presidential elections in this country. As we are now approaching midway through this Jubilee Year, it might be useful to revisit something pointed out by the Holy Father in that announcement, particularly in light of his promulgation this past Friday of the document Amoris Laetitia. In last year's promulgation, the Holy Father repeatedly spoke of God's mercy, but he also pointed out that as God's justice must not be seen apart from his mercy, so too mercy does not mean that one can simply ignore justice. Justice, the Holy Father wrote, is a fundamental concept for civil society, which is meant to be governed by the rule of law and that's whether it be canon or civil law, the Holy Father then refers to the prophet Hosea, which might seem to be an odd prophetic book to quote in a document on God's mercy. The condemnations uttered against the unfaithful Israelites by the prophet Hosea are frightening and quite harsh. The book begins with God's commandment that he take Gomer as his wife. She bears three children who God tells Hosea to name Jezreel, lo Ruhama, and Lo-Ami. Those three names mean subjugation and bloodshed. She is no longer pitied, and you are not my people, and I will not be your God. So God used marriage and children to declare the infidelity of the Israelites and declare its consequences. The Holy Father says in that document from last year, the era in which the prophet lived was one of the most dramatic in the history of the Jewish people. The kingdom was tottering on the edge of destruction. The people had not remained faithful to the covenant. They had wandered from God and lost the faith of their forefathers. Sounds familiar. Accordingly, to human logic, it seems reasonable for God to think of rejecting an unfaithful people. They had not observed their pact with God and therefore deserved just punishment. In other words, exile. The prophet's words attest to this. They shall not return to the land of Egypt and Syria shall be their king because they have refused to return to me. But here's why the Holy Father points to Hosea. He writes, and yet after this invocation of justice, the prophet radically changes his speech and reveals the true face of God. How can I give you up, O Ephraim? How can I hand you over, O Israel? How can I make you like Adma? How can I treat you like Zeboim? My heart recoils within me. My compassion grows warm and tender. I will not execute my fierce anger. I will not again destroy Ephraim, for I am God and not man, the Holy One in your midst, and I will not come to destroy. St. Augustine, continues the Holy Father, Almost as if he were commenting on these words of the prophet says it's easier for God to hold back anger than mercy. And so it is, God's anger lasts but a moment, his mercy forever. I believe this is what much of what we have been hearing in this past year has been trying to express. Even this most recent document that was promulgated on Friday seeks to coax those who have separated themselves from the church to return not through external conformity alone, but with a desire in their heart to be saved, and from that, a desire to do as the church asks them to do, that they may be fully reunited to the sacraments. Much of the criticism of Friday's document is over the passages where the Holy Father is relating the very expectations of those who want the church to somehow change what she has been given by God. I don't think these passages should necessarily be understood as promoting these ideas any more than when Pope Benedict framed the objections to church teachings in his documents so well that they were more persuasive than the people who held them. Today's Good Shepherd Sunday, the victory of the cross having been proclaimed, the church speaks of God's mercy. While our sins crucified our loving savior, It is God's mercy that has opened the gates to our redemption. Our Lord prays that there will be one flock and one shepherd. The first words of today's Holy Mass is the reason why our Lord has done all of this. That word is mercy, and it is the word that speaks of our redemption. As our Lord told St. Faustina, mercy is what precedes justice. Mercy is what we must fully ask of our Lord in these times. The Lord granted mercy even to the pagan cities when they asked for it. We should ask continuously for it and encourage those who are away from the church to petition our Lord in all sincerity for his mercy and certainly beg the Lord for mercy on our country and on the whole world, amen.